0: You're listening to The Weekend Warrior Show, presented by Cedar sinai What's going on, L.A.? This is Kobe Bryant. The secret sauce. Start your weekend off right,
1: listening to The Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper.
0: I will jump through the radio to come into your house and help you right now.
1: Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN. 710,
0: home of your Los Angeles Lakers. Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. I'm joined now by an innovator representing the company Headblade and the great Todd Green's innovation. We're joined now by Brandon Finn. Brandon, thanks so much for waking up early to be with us. Hey, good morning, Dr. Clapper. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. What a crazy idea to talk about bowling and bongo playing. What do you think of that?
1: I I mean, I think it's great. Anywhere you can find, like, cross-sectionalities of design, of art, uh, of passion, Um, I think it's beautiful. I think it's wonderful.
0: When I first met Todd Green, the man who started Headblade, and you're carrying on the legacy, he told me about his inspiration for coming up with a better way to shave your head. Rebecca, I want you to play for Brandon. Number nine from Dick Weber. Your bowling ball will have a major effect on your ability to control the ball's motion as it travels down the lane. Basically, there are two types of grip, the conventional and the fingertip. The conventional grip is best if you're a beginner or a recreational bowler. With the conventional grip, the ball is drilled so the middle finger and ring finger are placed into the holes up to the second joint. The thumb is placed all the way into the thumb hole. The fingertip grip is for more experienced bowlers. This is a grip that allows you to generate more ball rotation at the release and create hook. The ring and middle fingers are inserted in the holes up to the first joint. The thumb goes fully into the thumb hole. This is as if Todd Green was here right now telling us why you should use a head blade to shave your head and not a conventional razor, right?
1: Yeah, uh, no, it very <laughs> much is. <It laughs>
0: oh, man. <laughs> Before we go any further, Brandon, tell us where did you grow up? What did your dad do for a living? And how did this wacky journey of yours in life lead to Headblade?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm actually uh, born and raised in Santa Monica. Um, I am a third-generation uh, my, my Both my parents are from Los Angeles, and my dad's father. I think both my my, dad, yeah, my dad's father is from Los Angeles. Uh, so wow. I grew up on uh, 20th and Ocean Park right next to SMC. Uh, still have the same the same house. My parents still have the same house, which is uh, wow. phenomenal. Get to, get to go home and relive some childhood memories. So most of my professional career has been about um, finding what people are passionate about, uh, what drives people – to go outside of their normal day, their normal life, uh, and seek out um like something greater, something bigger than themselves. I started in uh TV and film. I, I went to a school called the new school in New York City, uh, got my degree in, in uh in filmmaking, and then I started doing live events um because there's something about the crowd, there's something about people, watching people's faces as you, you open those doors, you know, as you see the artist perform, as you see this interconnectivity between People who want to be there, people who want to experience something outside of their normal lives and watching it happen live. And the more that kind of continued for me, I started to really notice a shift within brands, specifically brands that people are really passionate about. Uh, You know, when you're interacting with an object, an item, like it could be a pair of shoes, it could be a T-shirt, it doesn't matter what it is. If you are into that and it's taking you outside of your normal life, it's letting you live your life better, I'm interested in it, and I think it's great. Um, And And, Headblade was very – go ahead, I'm sorry. And how did you get to Headblade? So Headblade was was very much one of those things where uh, I I, I started to look for kind of what what to do next, uh, especially with – to be frank, uh, as we're in – our, our, lockdown mode here, events have sort of dwindle quite a bit. Uh, it made me really rethink that. I want to get involved with a brand that's fan-based, is very passionate, uh, It's changed their lives, um, and they can interact with the product in a way that furthers who they are. And HeadBlade is absolutely one of those things. That, and an old boss once said to me, and I try to live my life by this motto a lot, that everything you do should be treated with intentionality. So HeadBlade is made intentionally with the purpose uh, to save your head. You know, it's not mm-hmm. a a stick and a razor, and then you're you're using that just for your head. Every single thing, every ergonomic factor about the blade is made for that. It's intentional. It has purpose. It has value. How long have you been with Headblade? Uh, I'm at the end of my first month right now, so uh, <laughs> just, All right.
0: not excited, very long. But,
1: uh, not very really long, but very excited to uh, to really carry on Todd's legacy um, and get and get more people interested in this brand and get more people excited about the products we have.